Hi there, Arrow. Hi, how are you doing today, Alice? I'm doing so good. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my God, you've, you've got to tell me how you can do a brilliant journalism story like this and keep your own mind, body, and soul clean. Because, I mean, you go in to this story. You know, that's so funny. A lot of people ask me that because I cover, you know, a lot of fringe online communities and sort of people who have ideas that a lot of people think are strange or weird. And, you know, people always ask me, like, how do you not like how do you take them seriously or how do you not like laugh out loud when you hear some of this? But like, I really do think my job as a journalist is to is to meet people where they are. And even if an idea seems strange to try to understand where they're coming from. So that's what I tried to do here. Wow. And what what drew you to this? Because, I mean, online dating and matchmaking has been around for a long time, but nothing at this level of play. Yeah, I mean, online dating and matchmaking is honestly a great way to meet people, right? Like, that's how a lot of people meet the person that they're with today, like, is online. But I think the problem is with catfishing and with romance scams, I mean, you just never really know who you're talking to. And so what our docuseries is about is a pair of matchmakers and love coaches who actually started what a lot of people think is a cult. So, you know, you join hoping to get confirmation from a spiritual guru about, you know, am I with the person I'm supposed to be or who is the person? And I'm supposed to be with and, and they call that person a twin flame um, you know but what happens is people get really sucked in and they end up being abused by the leaders mm, mm. you know it's it, it's it's almost like soulmates are under attack because I've always said my wife is a soulmate but do, do soulmates even exist these days well, I think a soulmate is a concept that a lot of people understand to be, you know, the person that you're supposed to be with. And a twin flame is kind of like another version of that. I would say it's a more explicitly spiritual version of that. You know, twin, a twin flame supposedly within this theology is like the other half of your soul. So this is somebody who you were created for and you're magnetically attracted to this person across multiple lifetimes. I mean, another way to think of it is it's just a soulmate for people who are into kind of like yoga and tarot and crystals and if you're you know into and into that kind of new age stuff and that type of spirituality then you might have heard of twin flames you know I've, I've never heard of that term before but yet i understand everything that you're saying because my own imagination right now is going well is there somebody that is my twin flame and i've, I've just never heard it as such well, of course. I mean, the second you hear of it, you're like, well, even if you don't believe it, you're like, if it could be possible, you're kind of like, of course, I want to find mine. Um, but I think that that and I think that that's a really natural reaction. And I think that that's totally fine. I think the problem is and what our docuseries explores is, you know, just because when people are looking for love and if they've been unlucky in love, you know, they sometimes become very vulnerable. And that's where gurus who have a financial interest in kind of keeping people locked in and manipulating people, you know, for their own personal power can really take advantage of, of the situation did you have to play out a role in order to gain the access of, of trust faith from from people because i mean you can't just walk into a store and say hey i've heard a rumor are you asking how i was able to yes. get the uh, leaders to talk to me <laughs> yeah, yeah because i mean you get you got to talk to them yeah, I mean, it's funny. I'm, I mean, I'm a journalist and I, I've been a reporter, um, you know, writing about kind of the fringes of culture and Internet culture for over a decade. And so, you know, I reached out to them. I had done a lot of research before I reached out to them. I had talked to a lot of people, so I knew what I was getting into. Um, but I think, you know, it's funny. I, I, I really I introduced myself as a journalist and I, I just asked them and they said yes. And I think it's partially that, you know, unfortunately, people like them are often very keen for exposure. And so, you know, maybe it wasn't in their self-interest to talk to me, but they did anyway.
To uncover a shocking truth, I can't imagine how your team, because it, 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 a group of people brought this entire docu-series together, and, and it's like it's like that those moments where you go, oh, wow, I didn't know. There, there had to have been several of those, because as, as a viewer, I'm feeling that. Yeah, absolutely. No, it was a it was a an incredible team of people who made this documentary. Um, and I also just want to kind of give a shout out to all of the survivors, the people who mm. were in this organization who came forward bravely to tell their stories. You know, it's really not easy to exit a coercive organization. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. This organization, you know, asks you to quit your job, to volunteer. They cut you off from your friends and family. They tell you who you should be in love with. In some cases, they set you up with someone within the organization and say, well, now this person's your twin flame. And, you know, they've even told people, they've even done a form of conversion therapy where they tell people, you know, in order to find your twin flame, you need to change your sexual orientation or your gender identity, which is, you know, really, really disturbing. And it's really, and it's really hard to talk about. It's really hard to get out of an organization like that. And so I um, want to say that our docu-series is really, um, you know, only could have been possible with the stories of these survivors that bravely came forward. Those survivors have stories. And, and that's the thing about it is that somehow some way you've been called to this moment because we we as a community need to learn more about stuff like this because it is too easy to jump online and try to find love yeah i mean i think i I guess i want to say that i think you can find love online and i don't think that most people looking for love online you know will be seduced by an organization like this i think it's a it's a minority right but i also do think you know there are a lot of conspiratorial ideas online there are a lot of harmful things that you can find when you're looking for something that seems as innocuous as love and so i just think it's something to look out for is there going to be any type of education or a website because you know people are going to be tapping into this show and they're going to be going oh my god i think that i i think i'm part of this How do I find information about this so I can break free of it or to find some sort of support system? Yeah, I mean, I think that the I think that the docuseries itself has a lot of helpful information about just, you know, it, with the survivor stories that came forward, what to do. But I would advise anyone who's trying to get out of an organization like this to just uh, reconnect with your friends and family who you who are outside of the organization, who maybe you haven't spoken to in a while and try to um, try, try to talk to them about it. And then I also recommend um, seeing a therapist. What what is it about documentaries like this that draw people to your stories? I, I you know, because I, I remember there for, for a while the only thing that we had when it came to journalism was a two minute bit at five o'clock but now i mean you guys dive in and bring us true journalism yeah i love that that this is so this is a three-part docuseries um with three episodes an hour each and yeah you really do get to see uh, you feel like you understand what it's like to be in an organization like this watching it and i think um, i think that's one of the you know fascinating things is to kind of you know it might seem so strange like on the surface, how could someone join an organization like this? But you know, if, when you watch the docu series, you'll see that you know when the leaders of this group, Jeff and Shalia, first present themselves. I mean, they seem really relatable. They seem like people you could be friends with. And you know, they say that they're in love, that they are each other's twin flame, which seems like something that oh, they found the thing that I'm looking for, right? And so, what we do is in the series is we really take people through the journey. You know, what why, why do people join, and then what do the leaders reveal their true colors as? Because um, that really changes over the course of uh, the episodes. Once again, I, I don't know how you stayed strong because I guess I'm the doubter that would become the follower because I would sit there going into the project going, okay, I'm, I, there's no way, there's no way. I doubt, I doubt, I doubt. Oh my God, now I'm starting to believe I'm one of them. 
It, it's it's never happened to me, but I'm never going to say never. But yeah, just have, try to <laughs> just try to do my job. Talk to people with different perspectives, and don't you know don't discount anyone, but also be skeptical of uh, you know a guy who's charging you four thousand dollars for a supposed therapy technique, but says he's the master Christ. I mean, we should walk away from that. Don't, yeah. Don't you love the way though, as as a journalist, how we can look at the world and see things that other people are passing by, and it's through journalism that we're able to recognize it as regular people and then bring the story to them. Yeah, I love I love being a journalist. I feel like it's the best job in the world. I'm I'm so like grateful that every day I get to wake up and like think of story ideas and kind of see what's going on in the world. And then also, you know, just make a phone call or send an email to a person I've never met and say, hey, like <laughs> introduce myself. I'm, I, I want to hear your story and that people are willing to trust us as journalists and to share their stories with us is something I'm incredibly grateful for. And I'm incredibly grateful that the survivors of Twin Flames Universe trusted me with their stories. Oh my God. Yeah, but just giving yourself permission to do this is just amazing. And people need to watch this three-part series because it's going to open up their eyes. Oh yeah, for sure. It's, it's, it's a really wild ride. Yeah. Wow. You got to come back to this show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you. Okay. Thank you so much, Arrow. Will you be brilliant today? Okay. Thank you.